When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Yep. This is my life. How can you expect us to do a serious hour of radio when you start with that? When you two back there put that together and start with that, how can you expect us to get into a serious topic here, Handman? How can you possibly expect that? I don't know. I mean, you're professionals, I guess. <laughs> it's like you play that and it's like, all right. Let's go ahead and break down this marquee matchup in the NFL this weekend between the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Who's the Dutch oven of the Dallas Cowboys? Triple H, say ESP. Even better, let me give you some my take on some social issues today. Yeah. <laughs> I do not Dutch oven. Big election coming up. Lots to break down. <laughs> Both sides of the aisle. Uh, what's so disappointing to me, and I know, listen, content is king. <laughs> we have delivered all week long. This is, this is what you've done. Don't, the the Disney company has gotten every dollar out of me so far. <laughs> so far, they have. That's what Walt Disney had in mind all those years that's ago. What he, that's how he drew it up. I'm <laughs> hoping that sometime 90 years from now, we will have a overweight, bald guy who can make all kinds of jokes based on just different noises that come out of him. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how he clearly, clearly drew it up. It is Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You know, the I was listening to sports radio in Philadelphia for a bit this morning um, as I was in the car, and they have been all over Jalen Hurts, and they have been all over Nick Sirianni this week. We saw earlier in the week that there were a few people outside the Eagles' complex that were standing around with giant signs that said, run the ball. That this is what this is what the Eagles' identity has been when they've been successful here the last couple of years. It's not strictly running the ball, but it's running the ball enough in the positions that make Jalen Hurt successful in RPO and all of that that sets everything else, else up so well. Here was Nick Sirianni uh, checking in on those fans when he saw those signs driving to work the other day. We gave him coffee. <laughs> no, hey, I love our fans. I love their, their passion and their, their energy. That's not the first time I've heard around the ball. And you know what? And we do need to continue to try to run the ball. I'm not surprised by, by that. And I, and I appreciate their, their energy because I know that same energy of those guys sitting out there this morning when I drove in. They're going to have that same energy when they're, when they're cheering us on in the stadium. And I'm thankful and grateful for that. I love the fact that he says, they're right. We do need to run the ball some more. And Joe, early in the year, we, we don't even have to go back to last year. Early in the year this year, first five games, on average, they're running at almost nine times fewer than they were in the first five games of the year. This is a team that 
people are starting in Philadelphia. You can completely understand it if you've ever been around it. I grew up in that fan base. It doesn't matter if you have the best record in football. If it looks like you're a little weak or vulnerable, people are going to get concerned because they want a winner. More than anything else, they want a winner. They're not there to criticize for the sake of criticizing. They're there because they're passionate, because they love this team, they love this city, and they want to see a winner. That's why guys like Cassianos and um, I can't remember who else it was, two years ago in the playoffs uh, when they couldn't protect Harper in any way, shape, or form, like those guys took a lot of heat because it's the World Series, damn it, and you're expected to step up in some of those spots. And if you can't protect Harper, then you're pitching around them and you're losing your greatest weapon. So here we are. I, I think in Philadelphia right now, there are several concerns. The Hurts injury, the schedule putting them in a situation right now where they're just constantly going up against teams that have a rest advantage or a home field advantage or something of that nature. But it, it's going to boil down to one thing and one thing only, and it's turnovers. That's it. Turnovers dictate wins and losses more than anything else in professional football. And you probably can say that a little bit in basketball as well. Last year, the Eagles were plus eight in turnover differential. That means they had eight more turnovers forced than that they committed. Plus eight, number three in the NFL. This year, minus two. Minus two. They're not even even. They turned the ball over more than they forced. And despite the wins, that is a key problem. And Hurts is a big reason for that, which is why people are looking at him and they're starting to say things like run the ball. Why? Take it out of his hands a little bit. Don't be so dependent upon him. Lean on the running game. Lean on the offensive line. Try to set him up for more success in another way, shape, or form. Well, Nick Bosa, the 49ers defensive end, uh, just yesterday kind of gave up a little bit of the information on exactly what was successful against Jalen Hurt. Yeah, I mean, you see it on tape, though. Uh, and then, obviously, we put the blueprint out there. Hopefully, the Cowboys watch the tape. Um, we made Jalen stay in the pocket and escape outside instead of those big gaps and uh, paid off. Because uh, Jalen's looking at the rush every play. Um, so, yeah, you just have to be disciplined and, and not give him that quick escape route where he could get to his guys quick. And it paid off. I'll tell you what's most troubling about that, to actually hear that him hear him to say, let's see if I can say that again, to actually hear him say he's looking at the rush every play. It speaks to two things. Number one, that Jalen Hurts at the moment, and maybe it's because of the knee being banged up, does not trust what's going on in front of him with the offensive line. And I think... That's, that shouldn't be an issue because when you look at pass blocking, that's not been the problem for the Eagles this season. They're number three on the offensive line in winning against the pass rush. Uh, their bigger issue has been not running the ball enough, as we've talked about. But more than that, it kind of speaks to Hurts at this point because if he's consistently looking at the line, that means he's not looking downfield, and that's a major problem. And that's, that is when defensive players really start to lick their chops. This is, not, um, this is not new. If you watched him when he was at Alabama before he transferred to Oklahoma, you saw it there too. He would have time in the pocket. And he would just look and look and look, and you could tell he just wanted to use his legs. I don't know if it's his confidence In his ability to get the ball down the field, I mean, he's shown time and time again he can play quarterback at a very high level. But I remember watching him at Alabama and in degenerative fashion, laying points with the Tide and needing them to score and needing them to move. And he just moving at a slower pace, not willing to take the shots, dink and dunk or scramble. It's just his default. It's where he's been. 
And it's part of what makes him great because of his escapability and his ability to make plays with his legs. But sometimes I think what Bose is saying is absolutely accurate. I mean, the Niners, the Niners have figured him out. And it's not based on one game. The Niner defense was great against him last year. Great against him in the passing game in that NFC Championship game. He was, let me take a look, 15 of 25. He completed yeah. 60% of his passes for 121 yards. No touchdowns. Now, he scored a touchdown rushing, 11 carries for 39 yards, but 11 carries for 39 yards isn't all that impressive. That's under four yards a carry right there. So all the way around, they stifled him, but no one remembers that because the Niners got blown out because they couldn't do anything on offense. It was the Eagle defense over the Niner offense, which determined that game. This is now two times the Niners have played Jalen Hurts and made him look mortal. And that should be a concern for Philadelphia because that defense has absolutely figured out the blueprint. Why do you think it is at this point, just off of that comment, that Nick Bosa says hopefully the Cowboys have figured that out and seen the blueprint that we put out there? Do they... Do they want the Cowboys to finish ahead of the Eagles? Probably. Yeah, probably. You go out, take them out this weekend. I mean, the Eagles are the defending NFC champs. The Niners hammered both of them. And yeah. if you're the Niners and you're thinking about what happened the year before, remember something. Right now, the Niners would like nothing more than the one seed. So Bose is just looking at it mathematically. It'd yeah. be better if the if the Eagles lost this game to help the Niners' chances of being the one seed. So he's absolutely rooting for the Cowboys in this matchup. But I don't think they fear either team. I got the sense that last year after losing that game at Lincoln Financial Field, the Niners didn't look at that as, wow, that team is that much better than us. I think they looked at it and they said our guys got hurt and that happens in this game. But we oh. know how to stop this offense and that's something they've done. You have to remember something with Hurts, all right? We haven't seen him as an elite quarterback when his weapons aren't elite. When they had A.J. Brown and they added him to the mix alongside Devontae Smith and with Dallas Goddard, that's when his game went to the next level. When he was playing quarterback and he didn't have those weapons, he was very pedestrian. Very pedestrian. But, but, but that was like year two, though. You know? like And, and really the first opportunity that he got as a starter that that's just development like there's a, there is a chicken and the egg factor there now 100% agree that they obviously want them to win from the standpoint of uh, finishing uh, ahead of the eagles so they have home field I, there's no doubt in my mind that the 49ers look at it like we would have won that game if we were healthy i absolutely hear all of that but it is odd to me I don't want to completely wipe Jalen Hurts' credibility off the face of the earth here because of what's happened this year so far. I, I can't do that and just say, well, you know, like anybody else, his productivity certainly jumped up when he got better weapons. That's just going to happen. I don't think, though, that it, it affects completely who he is as a quarterback. No, but I think we're going to get to the point in the next few years where we're going to get the Josh Allen treatment here. Remember something, he was in the Super Bowl and he played pretty well in that game, but, you know, when they needed the key drives late or at the end of the first half when he had the turnover, those were big mistakes. Now, it's not on him. I put it on the Eagle defense. But getting past the Giants and an injured Niner team isn't that great on the resume. And we bust up guys like Josh Allen for not winning and we'll find other guys. But early on in Hurts' career, I remember that playoff game at Tampa Bay when they got absolutely smoked and then they bounce back last year. Well, what's going to happen this year? Because if they come up short, you're going to go in the next season and you're going to start asking big game questions because that was a soft schedule last year, a real soft schedule. And the biggest game they played, they came up real short at the end. 
Carlin versus Joe presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Everybody goes out there and picks the winners, at least they do in their own mind. No, we stay in our lane. We pick losers. We do what we know. (laughs) Next on ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured... It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Carlin versus Joe. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. All right, we gave you under 43 points, Bears-Lions earlier, as well as Justin Fields over 73 and a half rushing yards, plus 140. Here are two in the boxing space for tomorrow night. One's on ESPN, one's on another network. We'll start with the big one, Devin Haney taking on Regis Progre. What I want you to do here is we're going to make a little parlay. Haney by decision, all right? So not Haney to win, which is very expensive. I think it's around minus 400. We're going to play Devin Haney to win that fight by decision. That's the type of fighter Haney is. He hasn't had a knockout in a long time. I think it's six fights or something like that. He's very strategic. He's more boxer than fighter. He's very smart. He downloads information. If you watch the Lomachenko fight, you know that it's more likely he's going to stack rounds and he's going to win on the cards. Now, on top of that, because it's a little bit more expensive around minus 200, we want to pair it with Robesi Ramirez, who's fighting in Florida on ESPN Plus Saturday night. He's in the main event. He's more likely to win by knockout, okay? But that's a minus 250 price, which you can play on your own if you want. But if you parlay the two together, Robesi Ramirez by stoppage and Devin Haney by decision, you end up getting yourself a plus 110 parlay, which is exactly what we're going to do here. Sometimes to stay ahead of the pack, you need to roll a little different. Pick giant losers. Let's pick some losers. Losers! Let's do it. Let's do it. It's what we do on Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. 
on your smart speaker presented by Progressive Insurance. Don't forget about the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Joseph, let us roll, and we begin in Kansas City. Bills at Chiefs. Chiefs, one-and-a-half-point favorites over the Buffalo Bills. Joe Fortinball, who loses this game? Chiefs lose this game. And I know it's going to be crazy to watch them lose back-to-backs, but this is not the same team we are accustomed to seeing on the offensive side. They've topped 21 points in just two of their last seven games. Travis Kelsey doesn't look like the same guy. They're off back-to-back road games, taking on a Bills team that's coming off a bye, a well-rested Bills team that is desperate to win this game for the playoff hunt. Josh Allen's ability to make plays with his legs will be the difference. I will play the Bills here. I think the Chiefs lose this game. I believe that the Buffalo Bills will lose this game. Uh, We did, as a show, take the Chiefs to lose this game because it's a Carlin can't lose situation. (laughs) Having said that, um, Buffalo has a quarterback in Josh Allen, who, as we know, likes to turn it over, has gone eight straight with an interception. Uh, And also, Joe, has not gone back-to-back starts without a turnover in 46 games. That's a lot. I also believe that Kansas City here, having not lost two in a row since the beginning of 2021, even though this is a little bit different team, there is something to that. I say Buffalo Bills lose this game. Broncos at Chargers. Uh, The Chargers, three-point favorites here. And I've got the Chargers losing this game, Joe, because it's what the Chargers do. Joe, the Chargers are 0-5 this year in games that are decided by three points or fewer. No, not yes. the Chargers. Yes, that's believe the definition it or not, that's... of Chargers going to Charger. I know, and guess what? It's going to happen again this week. I believe it's it's pretty simple for me, really. Uh, Russell Wilson is playing decent football, and Sean Payton's on one side line while we've got. Our old friend Brendan Stanley on the other side. That's enough for me. Agreed. Chargers lose this game. Uh, They are a very one-dimensional offense. They can't run the ball at all. And what is going on with Austin Eckler? Like, he was supposed to be one of the premier weapons. There seems to be a real problem there. Stanley was hinting at the idea of starting someone over Eckler. Now, on top of that, defensively, they're bottom eight in the NFL in most key metrics. While Denver isn't elite anywhere, they've been getting better throughout the course of the season, and they're going to be able to run the ball in this game. Chargers run defense has been putrid if you can run the ball you can dictate some tempo you can control the clock a little bit you can keep your defense rested that's the edge in this game for me chargers lose this matchup eagles at cowboys cowboys three and a half point favorites joe what do you got eagles lose this game cowboys have had 10 days to get ready they're at home where they're undefeated scoring 40 points per game eagles played a monday nighter against kansas city they played an overtime game against the bills they took on the niners last week and we talked about this on the show a lot so far this season niners opponents the week after playing the niners Going back to the start of last season, 7-20. and 7-20 and 20 straight up. It is a physical game when you take on the Niners, and the toll carries over the following week. Eagles lose this game. Uh, I agree. The Eagles lose this game. And emotionally, I don't want to say that because it's not that I'm an Eagles fan. It's really more of what I've seen from the Cowboys over the last few years in big situations, just not believing in them nearly enough. But, uh, Joe, there, there are too many things factually that are pointing in their direction. Cowboys have won 14 straight at home. Everything you just pointed to. And 
when you have that extra time off against a team that has uh, come off an extremely physical game, I can't deny that it is a major, major benefit for you. I've got the Eagles loose in this game. Buccaneers at Falcons. Falcons, one-point favorites over the Buccaneers. I should say that the Buccaneers are going to lose this game. But, Joe, it feels like a game where the Falcons are going to lose, where it's a game that they should go and take care of business to go and win their division, and that's why I don't trust them. I don't trust Arthur Smith. I don't trust anything about the Atlanta Falcons. They're the, you know, they're the team that kind of comes in and makes you want to believe in some instances, but then they give you a cold smack in the face of reality, and they look at you dead in the eye and say, you screwed up. You trusted us. <laughs> so I've got the Falcons losing this game. I don't have a coin, so I've got a cell phone. I'm going to flip it. There it is. Buccaneers lose this game. I couldn't care less about the NFC South. What an awful division for the sport this season. They have produced nothing for us. The Bucks stink. The Falcons stink. The Panthers stink. The Saints stink. So when it comes to a game like that, flip a coin. Moving on. Well done, Joseph. Well done. Ugh. It's Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio on Sirius XM Channel 80. Feels like we get NFC South games every week. Does it not feel like these four teams just play each other every week? It does. Every week. It's like, hey, the Saints got the Falcons this week in a big game. Hey, Buccaneers have Falcons this week. Big game. Hey, Panthers versus Saints chasing down the one seed. It's like, ah, oh, it's every week. Why doesn't YouTube just put the four NFC South teams into a quad box so we know where we can avoid it? Close. Put them into a quad box. Fire them off into the sun. Don't ever air that quad box. Oh, those games are so tough. This is a story that you need to speak to, okay? Mm-hmm. Meredith Whitney on Tuesday. She has been touted as the Oracle of Wall Street and has been credited for predicting the 2008 financial crisis. She goes on Squawk, uh, Squawk on the Street this week on Tuesday on CNBC, says that the role in legalized sports betting could play a potential role in the housing crisis. Her thesis is that young men aren't interested in meeting women and starting a family as they used to be because they're too busy betting on their phones. Mm -hmm. Joseph, are you or are you not ready to take responsibility for the dissolution of the American family? Greeny asked me the same thing this morning. He tried to put all this on me. Yeah. He tried to put all this on me. I mean... What can so we that say? makes it sound like you're not ready to do that. We're trying to get the best of the number here. Mm. <laughs> Some things have to wait. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Meredith. I give you all the credit in the world for being the Oracle of Wall Street. This one, I don't know. I don't know if I can ever safely say that that is the reason that young men are not trying to meet women. I don't know. I'm married and I gamble. Looks like I finally hit a parlay. (laughs) I, for one, am appalled, offended. I mean, this this whole time, I thought it was me. It's my my betting. It's my wagering. It's not you, hand man. It's me. It's me for pushing this upon you. You pushed it on me. I have a class action against these guys, Joe. Let me ask this hypothetical question. Hand man, and for you, it's not a hypothetical. You have action on a game. You're out on a date. How often are you checking your phone? I'll I'll be honest. I, I don't. I don't check it. If I'm ever on a date and I have action, I usually just have that surprise. Okay, what happened? You know, like so. I, I don't usually check it that often. Maybe a bathroom break. 
I don't think why? a lot of guys. I don't think a lot of guys are making bets and going on dates. They're making bets and not going on dates because they're making bets. That's what she's arguing. I know that's what she's, she's arguing. She's actually kind of right. It, 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 to be honest, I know we want to make jokes. She's kind of right. There's other apps. It's not just betting, but it's 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 Instagram, it's Facebook, it's Twitter, it's TikTok. People are staring at their phone so much. It's not just sexual relationships. It's all relationships. So here's what I've learned this segment. I'm glad we started it with let's pick losers because we ended it with losers. That's what Joe Fortenbaugh said. We Fortenbaugh's ended it saying. with we are losers. Yes. <laughs> the one quarterback you should trust in the race for the final AFC playoff spot. That is after Joe tells us about this for our friends at Farm Fresh. Farm Fresh Christmas trees. Get real, keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees. Did you know that buying real Christmas trees helps save the American Christmas tree farming industry? For every 10 Christmas trees planted, an acre of land happens to be saved. And so are American farmers' jobs. Plus, buying real Christmas trees helps keep real holiday memories alive while helping our environment. Buy real Christmas trees this holiday season at Lowe's or wherever Christmas trees are sold. Get more information online at GetRealKeepItReal.com. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Some of these situations in the AFC are fascinating, especially on the bottom half. It's Carla versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Joseph, with that in mind... Look at the bottom half of the AFC playoff picture. And there are teams right now that are very much in the mix that we, frankly, are are guilty of not even talking about. Like the Jets. But we talk about them entirely too much, as you know. It was a joke. And they're not even in the playoff picture. It was a joke. I know. (laughs) I just chose to... You're like, Joe, I think you're mistaken. We've talked about them quite a bit. Excuse me for a second, (laughs) sir. Actually, we've talked about them quite a bit. (laughs) Um, no, but this is the thing. Like, we don't talk about teams like the Colts, the Browns, both of whom are seven and five. We talk about the Texans because they've got an exciting young quarterback. We don't talk about the Broncos very much. We talk about the Bills because they're a point of contention with the fact that they are six and six. The Bengals have the issues that they do at quarterback. But if Trevor Lawrence does not play on Sunday, 
Four of the seven current AFC playoff teams, this was going into last night, will start a backup. I mean, think about that. It's been a rough situation. It's been a really rough situation. I mean, the Browns lose Deshaun Watson. Indy loses Anthony Richardson, top four pick in last year's draft, and on and on down the list. Lawrence gets rolled up. I mean, Stanford Steve was on. I'm not sure what he was on the other day, but he was making a case like younger guys like Quinn yours and some of these other quarterbacks that might be on the fringe. Go now. Leave. Go to the NFL. Why not? There are jobs open everywhere. Guys are getting hurt left and right. Get some experience in there. I found that to be interesting. But you're looking at this. One of the reasons I don't think we're drawing a lot of attention to this is that we don't really view any of those teams as viable contenders. You go to the NFC right now. I think people would probably be shocked to learn Minnesota's a playoff team. Minnesota, the sixth seed. Kirk Cousins went down for the year. They're right there, right there in the playoffs as of right now. But we're not talking about them because we don't take them seriously. That could end up being our fault that we don't take them seriously, not their fault. All right. Should we take the Colts a lot more seriously? This is the great question that I've been posing to you guys off air for a while because I'm trying to figure out what in the hell is going on here. They're seven and five. They lost their starting quarterback. They continue to win these tight games, and yet – Nobody talks about them. This linebacker they had that we thought was all world, Shaq Leonard, uh, gone. They cut him. Jonathan Taylor, all that drama in the offseason, they eventually gave him his money, and then he got hurt, and he doesn't really play at all. Gardner Minshew hasn't even put up any good numbers stepping in at quarterback, and yet they're 7-5, and Carlin. I don't know what to make of this. It feels like if they get in, eventually they're just going to get run out, but I also don't know that I should be disrespecting the job Shane Steichen's doing because they keep finding ways to win games. They're 7 and 5. We talk about the Houston Texans left and right. The Colts have the tiebreaker over them. The Colts are ranked higher. Are they real or fake, Joe? They're fake. Absolutely fake. Real or fake? Brought to you by Real Christmas Trees. <laughs> Get real, keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees at Lowe's or wherever you get real Christmas trees and where they are sold. For more information, visit GetRealKeepItReal.com. I tend to side with you. I don't believe that the Colts are real. The Browns, real or fake? I think the Browns are fake. I, we have talked about when you are Jekyll and Hyde uh, defensively, home versus road, you have laid that out so beautifully the last couple of weeks, and you don't know, like they're not announcing who's playing quarterback uh, on Sunday. DTR has cleared per, uh, concussion protocol, but like they don't know what's going on there. If I can't you, take you seriously. If DTR, a rookie you just drafted, clears concussion protocol, and you're going to choose Joe Flacco over him, and this is assuming you know he's cleared protocol, so he doesn't have any lingering effects. I, what the hell are you doing? Why'd you draft the kid? Yeah, Flacco was only signed because of the emergency. If you're going to continue to go with Flacco and he didn't look very good last week and that's not really on him. I mean, his best days have passed him by. What are you thinking? They are absolutely fake. It's been a nice story, but things fell against him. And as great as the defense has been at home, 10 points per game allowed on the road, they're giving up 30 points per game. Like they're going to have to go on the road in the playoffs. They probably get blown out. Okay. So Joseph, this leaves us three teams in particular Mm. that are in the mix. Texans. Broncos, Bills. Those teams are the ones that have their starting quarterback right now. You got Stroud, you got Wilson, you got Allen. Are you buying, who are you buying into among this group? Are the Texans real or fake? What does real mean? I should have probably asked. Real means that the Texans are going to, they're real to believe in they're a playoff team. Yeah, they're real. They're real. They're real because they play with swagger and the moment is not too big for them 
that's the thing that, that, that has to fear you. There are teams that shrivel up in the big spots and just can't figure it out. The Texans just play loose. They found a way against Cincinnati. Last week when the refs were trying to job them against Denver, they found a way to win that game. They are, they're not going to win the Super Bowl this year, but they absolutely play with a confidence, a swagger, a bravado, and a loose, casual style to where you have to worry about them because a team that has nothing to lose is very, very dangerous. I think that this is might be putting cart, uh, the cart in front of the horse for me a little bit early, but I really do put a lot into how we saw C.J. Stroud perform in the college football playoff last year. Oh, against Georgia. Yeah, because that's a pressurized situation. And he was not the reason they lost the game. They lost the game because of a missed field goal. Dude kept putting him in position and position and position to win the game. So I, I do put a lot of stock in that with how he has played this year. But yet, then we turn to the Bills. Let me throw one more thing out there. Okay. You cannot lead the NFL in passing and have 20 touchdowns to five interceptions and not be taken seriously. That's, That's fair. C.J. Stroud. Yep. He has been awesome this year. He really has. He really has. We keep expecting him to have the rookie moment at some point, right? I mean, yeah, and it'll probably happen, and then we'll go, oh, he's a rookie. And it's like, no, I mean, it's just a mistake. It's no big deal. The kid's got a really bright future. The Texans were crap last year. Look at what's happened in in one year's time. But here's what I'm going to ask you. All right. The other team that we would look at, and listen, the Broncos have played well. Uh, They're 5-1 since they started 1-5. Great job. But would we both agree that the Bills are probably the team that nobody would want to play based on Josh Allen? See, that's the thing. No, I'm not going to agree with that. I think think everyone's saying that because we've seen them do it before, so we assume they'll do it again. This is not the team we have seen in the past that has been dangerous because if they were, they wouldn't be in this position. They got issues everywhere. They got issues with their coach, their firing coordinators. They got injuries on defense. They got drama. They lose close games. No, I do not see them as that team this year. There is no way that I would have ever predicted me saying this at any point this year. But I would be a lot more concerned about facing C.J. Stroud than I would be Josh Allen. Planet's got six and a half billion people, give or take probably a billion. I don't even know if I'm close. Do you think anyone on earth had that take this year? No. No. That's an offer. That's an offer seven billion right there. So you're saying I'm not rare in that. I mean, I'm just saying as a planet, we may have swung and missed. But do you think that... Not the first people, time as a planet but, we've done But am that. I alone in that? How, how do people feel <laughs> about that now? Like, if you're a defense, would you rather face Stroud or Allen? See, right now, that's actually a good talking point. Like, if you had that talking point before the start of the season, you're like, all right, Carlin, you're... you're your days here are probably numbered. Yeah. Not with that stuff. Now it's like, hey, Carlin, that's a pretty good topic right there. Well. I don't know how I feel. Let me get back to you. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I'd rather face Josh Allen. I know he's going to give it to me at some point. <laughs> Carlin versus Joe, ESPN yeah, Radio. You guys can go ahead and cut that one up. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Yeah, that's unfortunate. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. It's been a week. Yeah, I am has. ready for the weekend. <laughs> Producer Parlay. Oh, good. Yeah, this is a good way to send us off. We're making history next on ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. 
Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Carlin versus Joe. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. Final three, we're going to rip them off in a hurry. Ravens minus seven and a half over the Rams. Ravens at home, off the bye, taking on a Rams team that's been good this year, but because they've looked good the last few weeks, I think they're a bit overvalued, and I think Stafford's going to struggle against this defense big time. Cowboys, minus three and a half over the Eagles. Talked about it all week. Situationally, really like Dallas. Ten days off at home against a Philly team that's just run through a very tough portion of the schedule Monday night against Kansas City, overtime against the Bills and the 49ers. And then finally, Josh Allen over 44 and a half rushing yards plus 165. This is an alt line. Allen is known and degenerate sports players like myself always love this angle. Allen is known to run the ball a hell of a lot more in big games. And this is a big game. So we're going to play the alt line. Final three pizza monies, Ravens minus seven and a half, Cowboys minus three and a half, Josh Allen over 44 and a half rushing yards plus 165. The bigger the parlay, Show me the, money. the more it will pay. He's big money. Very big money. It's time to head into the control room for this week's producer parlay. Been a lot of uh, consternation over the producer parlay of late. Among the producers who are picking it, because people are not happy with how they're being portrayed on the air, uh, we've had really some, I, I think, unnecessary responses from people that we are trying to do well for, Joe. It's quite dysfunctional. And if yeah. we've been doing this all year, I don't know, what are we in, week 13, week 14 of this? It hasn't hit yet, and it's not surprising to me. They're constantly fighting over what each other is allowed to do, over the pricing. There's no organization. There's no teamwork. And then when they lose, they look around and they point fingers at one another. They had one week where they got seven of the eight, and then they all threw Nuno under the bus for getting it wrong rather than try to pick up their comrade. So, you know, I, I'd love to see this thing hit. I truly would. It's just it's a futile effort, it seems like. You know what we have unknowingly done here? Really, this was your brainchild, so I should say you. We have created our own little Lord of the Flies. (laughs) 
right? We kind of had we, we. It's just like a sociological test to see how they're all going to infight among one another. Yeah, like the smart move would be to get together and say, all right, what are we kind of like? And if they steer towards, hey, you know, I really like the over in this, let's say, Dolphins game. All right, let's correlate a few. Let's do over in the Dolphins game, and let's do over Tyreek Hill receiving yards and over to a touchdown passes. And now suddenly you've got three that line up, and if that over ends up hitting, you might get all three, and boom, you're almost halfway to the parlay. Once again, the producer parlay, we ask all of the producers on ESPN Radio of all of our shows to chime in with one leg of a parlay. Joe and I put up $20, and we'll see if that parlay hits. And at the end of the weekend, if it hits, the producers get to split up that money. It's a gift. It's from it's from Joe and me. Really all Joe so far, but that's fine. I'll send him the money at some point. Or if none of them ever hit, maybe not. I, I, uh, here's I, the deal. Uh, listen, this is the most thankless thing I've ever done in my life. It really you're stiffing is. stiffing me week to week, and not one of the producers has ever thanked me for doing and this. And you know what? Me. I get the sense you're a guy done a lot of thankless things in your life. I think that's true. Lots of them. Yeah. Lots of them. So let's get to it. Evan Wilner is here with the first half of the eight-leg producer parlay. Evan? Yeah, Unsportsman likes going Chiefs minus one. Very simple. Greeny is going Eagles, Cowboys under 51 and a half. Freddie and Harry going Nico Collins, the wide receiver for the Texans, over 70 and a half receiving yards. And Amber and Ian going Isaiah likely over three and a half receptions. That's the tight end for the Ravens. Yeah, I, I, Isaiah James likely. James special right there. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I kind of like it, to tell you the truth. I mean, Isaiah likely is a good player, and he's been uh, doesn't get as much of the shine. But with Andrews out, it's it's a real factor for him. Uh, Nico Collins, again, they're playing the injury factor, right? No Tank Dell anymore. Yeah, but you've got weather in that game. The total's 33. It's in New York. There's Oof. some issues there, so keep an eye on that. Uh, Greeny going with the is, Eagles. Is Nico going to be matched up against Sauce, too? Maybe That's we a, didn't think about that. Another thing. And the, Sauce doesn't really travel, so Nico could be on the other side against DJ Reed. Okay. okay. The the Cowboy Eagle under. That's a dice roll right there, gentlemen, given the way those two defenses play. Mm. Just throwing that one out there. That that mm, Interesting, the under 51 and a half there. Okay. Second half, have at it, Handman. The man of hand. Yeah. <laughs> I you said ham for a second. <laughs> I could go for some ham. Uh, all right. <laughs> this is our pick here. Last week wasn't a great week, by the way. Uh, Bryce Young didn't even rush the football, but all right. Shake it off. It's all right. <laughs> Shaking it off here. It's not like that's what's stopping this from succeeding. <laughs> By the way, I think we went like one for eight last week. Yeah, yeah it was uh, two wins. Two out, of the, two out of the eight were wins. All right. <laughs> Devin Singletary on the alternate line here, over 40 and a half rushing yards for the, uh, against the New York Jets. Holy crap. What are we doing here? Uh, okay. Do you want I, me to I, explain it now, or do you want me to keep going? Well, go but through your... all of them, and then we'll explain it because it's yours. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's do that. Uh, Bucks plus two and a half is from Game Night. Wow. Uh, the Paul okay. Feinbaum show not going minus 500 this week. This one is, uh, I believe, minus 115. Uh, Jared Goff over one and a half TD passes, and then remotes Bijan Robinson over two and a half receptions. Wow, the Goff uh, touchdown passes is interesting because bad weather in the forecast for Chicago as well, and Goff plays miserably outdoors in bad weather late in the season. Uh, Bucks plus two and a half. I'm going to do a little digging here. It feels like we're taking liberties with that point spread. Are we taking liberties, gentlemen? I Wasn't think it a, yeah. I think in our I retract. I retract. When we were picking it earlier, that's plus two and a half or not, you retract? 
I, I retract. I'm looking at two and a half. I think earlier we mentioned something like one. That was I probably so just this, that was probably you and I screwing that up. Okay. Okay. Well, but I was trying to pass it off to them there. So that that's on me. I'll take that one. What's your ch- take here on Handman's uh, selection? Handman, of Devin go Singletary. Ahead and, go ahead and explain that. Devin Singletary over 40 and a half rushing yards. Well, the Jets are one of the bottom teams in all of the NFL in terms of rushing yards. I'm assuming they're going to be down in the football game. Meaning the Texans are going to run the football a lot. And then also, too, you mentioned the weather, Joe. So the Texans are going to be rushing the football. I know Damian Pierce is also in the lineup, but I just have a feeling on Singletary this week. I don't know why. It's always the, it's oh, always the, the backup against the Jets that kind of thrives. The old gut play, Carlin. It's the old ah, gut play. I know it well. I know it well. <laughs> usually doesn't serve me all that well. It's usually the last play on a Sunday when you're chasing. I'll give you a UFC play. pick if you'd rather if you'd rather a UFC pick this I'm week. I'm always okay with your UFC picks. It is not me that has shut that down. It is Wilner who shuts that down. It's not a pay-per-view, so, I, you know. Next week's a pay-per-view. Next week's a pay-per-view. I'll be ready, yeah. All right. Might be Colby Covington. Who knows? Uh, Tune in. All right. Are we going to have to start giving a handman special every week on this? I like the idea of getting Handman's UFC stuff in. He pays very yeah. close attention to it. He works hard on it. No, he knows his stuff inside and out. There's I didn't no say question. that. I said he works hard on it. I didn't say he knows it. Those two things are drastically different. Wow. Okay. It was. I'll tell you, man, we went out to dinner the one night for this. We were having drinks. Handman was betting against me in every single fight. It was the most roller coaster gambling experience of my life because the first half of them, he was crushing me. And then the second half, I crushed him. And we looked at each other at the end. It's like, why did we do that? If we had joined but, forces, we may have won them all. But wasn't Wilner a factor there as well? Like he jumped in and maybe, you know, the kind of the, Wilner, the cooler William H. Macy. Wilner rode with me when I was down and then switched off of me just as I got hot. He switched to Handman. He was the bad luck charm. He got them all wrong. <laughs> uh, by the way, that $20 parlay would pay out $2,790.63. Hey, oh. Let's see if we can make that happen for you, boys. It's good to know, though, if we're ever in a casino with Wilner, that he might be the cooler. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know you want to sit next to your blackjack table. Thanks for listening to the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Carlin vs. Joe weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Carlin vs. Joe podcast.